Memphis Wrestling is on fire. Saturday, November 19th is our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's. Watch AEW Full Gear with us. It's free to watch. Sunday, December 4th, we celebrate hardcore holidays with ECW legend Tommy Dreamer. Saturday, December 17th is our annual Grind City Rumble where it's every man and woman for themselves. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Tennessee, get ready for American Hostile Championship Wrestling and Legacy Pro presenting Black and Blue Christmas on December the 3rd at the Dyer County Fairgrounds. Bill time is 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $12. Call 731-413-2262. Vance tickets, $2 off. That night, there will be a $200 cash giveaway. Come out, Dysburg, in the surrounding area to see Derek the King, Problem Child, Aaron Roberts, Legacy Pro Champion Chris Rocker, Zay Washington, Dale Tucker, American Hostile Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion Jack Parker Jr., Denzel Rollins, the LA Hustlers, Mark Southern Jr., American Hostile Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champions, the Moon. Shiners, JP Fantastic, Mid America Champion, Rude, and many, many more. Get your tickets today for December the 3rd, Black and Blue Christmas. Be there! Card subject to change. Search American Hostile Championship Wrestling on Facebook or Legacy Pro One. That's the number one. Hey, just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLoop.com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.SpunkLoop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and also prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255.
guys, it is uh, 9-15-2022 at 8 p.m. I said let's start at 8. Look, Dustin's always on time. I appreciate oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get started. What uh, – and I do apologize. We didn't do one last month. We just put it on the main feed last month because we – this man's been busy, guys. I'm sorry. Wait uh, a minute. You're going to put that on me? I, I got – it's all your fault. Look, you got – and before we go any further, get close up on the camera, y'all. Get, come on, bring it close. I've got a big photo shoot next week with the look, Grizzlies, and I got a start. lot of stuff going on this weekend. And look We're what shooting. happened at training. So oh what happened gosh. yesterday is that I went to training, and Dustin pissed me off, so I just hit him. So there we you go. Talk about a hard way. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever. I haven't been hit that hard in a long time. Probably from a car crash. I mean, it. We were. We were. <laughs> this weird story. We were actually. Um, just taking care of the ring because it's TV week. So we get the ring mat switched out, the apron, skirts, all that kind of stuff. And then uh, something popped and hit me right in the head, man. I, I knew immediately. <laughs> I thought it was going to be worse. And then lucky it didn't hit my eye, to be honest with you. And it just, you just started bleeding. Huh? So you I literally looked up. <laughs> I looked up like, damn it. And Alan goes, got color. And I knew it. I was waiting on Alan to say, you're gashed open, but I wasn't gashed open. I just, yeah, anyway. You yeah. got more color on that than you did that barbed wire match that night. Yes, that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about what happened down at the Wrestle Center last night. Wednesday night, you had two special guests. Oh, yeah. uh, so talk about who arrived last night and spent some time with your students. Very cool. Chavo Guerrero Jr., Chavo, awesome guy, man. Really, really nice. Very positive. I don't think I heard him say a negative thing the entire time, whether it was about the building or talent, trainees, bumps, whatever the case may be. And then also Marty Elias, who refereed for WWE. He was the referee, hand-selected referee for WrestleMania 25, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, arguably the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. So he was able to get in there, and he, he actually – refereed some of the training matches and then Chavo oh, wow. would give some pointers and um, it, it just looks like with obvious reasons they're working on the set of Young Rock they've been oh, okay. on Glow. Yeah, they're in Memphis now yeah yeah, yeah. They, they worked on behind the scenes on Glow uh, Wow Lucha Underground I, Lucha Chavo Underground producer Lucha Underground and various different yeah. uh various different things and now, now they're in Memphis and so of course Young Rock um, has their eye on Memphis wrestling and some of the talent and possibly the venue and whatever else they can use. I mean, they're here filming a Memphis wrestling show pretty much. So why not reach out to Memphis wrestling? So we're really excited about it. And everybody did such a great job too. I seen uh, where uh, big John Dalton's dad had said that they he spent a lot uh, some time with John and telling him how a big man works and stuff like that. Is that I know you guys all know that, but does it feel better coming from somebody that has so much experience pulling somebody to the side and saying, let's do it this way? Uh, and and then your students showing at in showing out's not really the what I should say. Well, they're trying to. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> they're really to. just showing that they have how about this? They have the ability to be a wrestler. And and that's different than not having the ability. There's and I want to ask you about one of them here in just a minute. But uh it how did that feel? I mean, did he did he put him out in the middle of everybody and say, Look, this is the way you do it kind of thing? Is that the way Chavo was doing it? Well, I mean, Chavo and Marty really didn't say that much 
different than what Alan and Derek and myself and King Cobra say. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, I know that, yeah. Which, which really meant a lot. You know, sometimes you're kind of like, we tell you guys this all the time, but really when it comes from somebody who has possibly, you know, in some people's eyes done more, especially a Guerrero, Chavo. I mean, are you kidding me? The family. Yeah, day. you can't. I mean, you can say, Dustin, you've done yeah. a lot in wrestling, but good God, we can't yeah. compare to that. Dustin, you so. did this, this, and this, but like Chavo and his family, I mean, it's it excels. And, and you know, Eddie aside, Chavo was awesome and still is and so with marty and chavo giving the pointers and saying the things you know that they had to say to the students it, it made us all feel kind of good because it's like we say that to you every time but it does mean a little bit more i guess coming from multiple people who have been very successful in the business you know Derek and alan and myself can tell them all day long but when you have you know chavo guerrero or marty or gosh if the rock were to show up and say the same exact thing it would probably resonate a little bit differently you know yeah, it's. I mean, and, and the chances. I mean, he's going to be. I think he is in town right now. He if, is. I'm right. Yeah, yeah. I was told hard. that he's been in town for weeks, and even on his Instagrams and talking about the Rock, it looks like he's like in the same place that he always is. And I think he travels with his gym. I mean, he kind of travels like the president. Honestly, you don't know where he is. Nobody's posting selfies or pictures or anything until they're they're on set where. You know, downtown Bruno is with The Rock in Walls, Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, one of our trainees and one of my good buddies that I kind of put out there, they were able to get cast and they got in a picture and in a scene with The Rock. And so oh, wow, cool. to more and more, especially of the roster, you know, getting onto the show. So we'll see what happens. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, let's start with this part then. Let's go. This is not going to, we're not, we're not uh, doing one to have any controversy or anything. Tonight. Oh, we no heat kinda, this time? No heat tonight. I don't even want to talk about anything like that. I want to talk about Memphis wrestling. I want to talk, I want to catch up on some stuff. Okay. So I want to talk about your new champs. You see, we see this kind of happening. One of my friends mentioned this in one of our groups. He said, it seems like they're, they're in the process of changing a lot in the sense that you're going from one phase and we know we're in second year of, of the promotion, but you're going from one phase of the promotion and into the next phase. We started with the theme song, the, but then you have internet champion. Boom. We got Zay as the champ. We got on one show, we had the women's title change hands and we had the tag team change hands. So it feels, you know what it feels like, Dustin? It feels like in the old days when you got a new booker, you got this new booker and he came in and he would push all different people. But explain, you have been, this is something you've been booking toward, especially, I'm going to say this, the tag champs and the lady and the women's champ. That's something you guys, that's been the story for a long time, right? You knew that yeah. was going to happen kind of time. Yeah, most of these things we've been uh, massaging for quite a while and just waiting on it to happen. And and sometimes it depends on whether it's the episode number or the feature attraction or how well it would fit into the story. And um, not to give away any spoilers and stuff, but you'll see a lot of stuff transpire with Teddy Long appearing coming up. Right, 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 right. He yeah. was so fantastic that there were opportunities to – to do various different things with multiple storylines just because of the star power of somebody like Teddy Long. And so, yeah, we've been, we've been telling those stories leading up and it all culminated at a championship Saturday. And eventually one day we want to do like, we want to make championship Saturday a little bit more important to where 
there's different graphics and logos and different things like that. But right now we're just getting really, I feel like we're getting better and trying to get really good at what we're doing. But yeah, the theme song, kind of turning the page in the chapter, making us more legit, I felt like. And then also the sound quality was better. I think the visuals are better. The graphics were updated and everything. And so to me, I feel like we can be on television anywhere. We can be on WWE Network. We can be on Fight TV Plus. It, It doesn't matter. I feel like we have a really, really good product. But the champions, I mean... Of course, Cassandra Golden, one of my favorite wrestlers. Obviously, we were telling that story. Featured, we actually watched the first yep. show. She was featured on the very first yep. show. She's the, she's the thumbnail. She's the thumbnail on YouTube. She's extremely popular. I love Cassandra Golden, so I'm, I'm really excited. And I know that was a big moment for her. And um, we went through the whole thing. And, and um, just a really good moment in Memphis wrestling, if you ask me. And then the tag team titles, to be perfectly honest, I was not a big fan of the Memphis muscle. And I know that they did it in EPW and it was successful and everything. See, I didn't even know they did it in EPW as a tag team. Okay. I didn't know, I didn't well, know that. I thought it was cool, but putting the tag titles on them at, at first, I thought these are two of my top single stars and I can't turn them into tag team wrestlers. It just doesn't make any sense. You're basically taking your two top baby faces and putting them into into a tag team. But that's line. what they did. That's what they did on Memphis Wrestling. But yeah, you're right. You had Drew Lawler, Dundee. Lawler, Bill Dundee, right. two top baby faces. What they do? They tagged the and they were. They the were thing the- that I was thinking about yeah. though was Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels, and I know that that Brett and Swole are friends, so they're right, not going right, to be right, battling right. like Shawn and and um, and Stone Cold, but. But my thought was, is is we need, I really love me some big swole Justin Cole, and you know the gun show's over. I do so. too. The thing, I, I'm going to pull back the curtain, as we said, just a moment here. When he, I mentioned last week on the show how I felt like it was a moment for Justin uh, Cole. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and thought that, uh, you know, with, with Brett being, and I hope Brett doesn't, man. He doesn't message me a lot. He really doesn't. I don't talk to him a lot of the crew, but he messaged me after that and just said, you know, it meant a lot for me to be part of that for him. And yeah. I, and that's one of those things. You just, yeah. He said it meant a lot to him. And then he actually went to Facebook. So I'm not revealing anything, uh, but he went to Facebook and said the same thing. Look, you know, you deserve this. This meant a lot to me, but he did. He said it meant for him to be able to be part of it with him meant a lot to him. But you got your top baby face, and I want to ask you this. And you hey, might know this. Real, real quick, though, um, putting the two top baby faces, quote unquote, against the posse, though, I thought was was perfect. So that's oh kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. That whole situation and and just how controversial the posse are, and you'll see coming up on the episodes, you you never know what the hell they're gonna do. Yeah, and but so you had that two, story built in. With just yeah, it was already built in. It was already swole. built, so you just had it. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I just wanted to put over the fact that the posse were such good heels that it made it easy to say, "Hey, Memphis Muscle needs to kick their butts," <laughs> you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, just uh, um, I have never. I said this when we first got started. Two things I said that you've made me uh, eat crow with. Okay, I said the posse could never be heels, uh, and I Check. said you you could never get Brett Michaels over. Uh, huge, huge baby face for you. And Swole is too, but I'm talking, he's a little bit bigger level to me than, than Swole is. But what, um, I, I was, I did a podcast. Uh, it was out of Alabama 
Gene Jackson, we talked about there was some there's three guys that do it with him. So I'm getting questions from four different guys. And they kept saying, since you're with Memphis Wrestling, and I kept trying to tell them, I just give content. I just I it's not like I'm you're with us, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so I mentioned Brett and how y'all got Brett over as the top babyface on the show. And there was I don't I don't even know say heat, but there was like some negativity there about Brett. Wow. So do you ever get that from the Mississippi crowd and the Alabama and all that? Do you see Never. that he would be getting? I mean, no. I mean, if you know Brett and you met Brett, I mean, he's so humble. Like the stuff you said about Big Swole is legit. He could not wait to I hate to even say this because we're KFA or whatever. He he just couldn't wait to put Mike over. He really couldn't. He thinks Mike's the best. He said Mike uh, yeah, talks, yeah, he yeah. works, he looks. Everything that you want to champion is Mike, man. I can't wait to put him over. Also, at the same time, though, he can't wait to beat him up, too, because those guys have great matches. you got to go watch the Dyer County Fair match. I mean, it was as aggressive. It's all, if you're listening cool. to us on Patreon, this is, you'll get it on Patreon. Uh, it is already up there. As they watched it against A-Rob. Oh, just very, very good matches. Uh, that fair yeah. is lucky. But um, I'm kind so, of waiting on it to answer your question. I'm kind of waiting on it. When, when will the fans – if you're the biggest, the strongest in the room and you – rarely ever lose eventually people are going to go i want somebody to beat that guy but it's just that brett has a way of of being humble but also being a very strong alpha male you said just a second ago. And, and if we look at brett here and maybe big swole a little bit below that's just because of us and us writing tv trying to position them correctly to be the best and uh i think we're getting there with swole for sure and he definitely wants to be there but gosh, man, like I uh, like I've always liked Brett as a person. Good stuff. But and nobody uh, nobody's turning on him just yet. And when they right. do, and we are gonna fuel it, brother. Right, right, right. He uh, he I've always liked him as a person, but I said, you know, he's not a good interview, he's not, you know, he's not flawless in the ring. And I forget, and I have I told uh talked to I'll, the other I'll say real quick that that live I think Brett is great live at the desk. Now, if he knows that he's got a couple of takes, that's cool too. I'm fine with that. You can do 20 takes as long right, as you right, right. But when he's out there live, whatever he says, that's that's just what's in here. Like that's not right. I know y'all. We don't y'all, go y'all through don't a whole. Big, y'all don't yeah, script it or anything. That's yeah. just him. What I think is that what Memphis has done for me since I've been watching every show and been reviewing it, blah blah blah, is and I think I mentioned this to you uh, in conversation. Uh, and did on the other one on the other office uh, podcast is that I have started to sway away. Not not that the you know the work quality is less, but I swayed away from. I want to see a five star match. I want to rate it the match. I want to do this. I want to see the story. And yeah. I and that's when I grew up. That's all I knew about was the story of that I was watching. Who's going to be the bad guy? Who's going to be the good guy? I've really grabbed that, and I, and I find myself saying all this time, "Well, that match was horrible." That match, not me saying it, but say one of my friends said, "I'm go, no, it accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. It really doesn't." And a guy, it doesn't matter about uh, work rate or stars or anything like that when you got a guy like 
Brett Michaels just got over with the crowd and the crowd and I neither one of us can explain that. We can say Dustin y'all booked it that way, but it don't always work that way. You know that. We you, right. you, you can't shove it down their throats and them cheer because you tell them to. Eventually if you're not then they're not but it has worked with him and he, you know I've always, I told him, you know, I was wrong. I was big time wrong. I really always liked him. But yeah, it's credit too is if, if there's a parade or if there's a ball game or. Oh, yeah. I see him all over the place. Yeah. He's all over the place. He's a, and that's not him being phony. Like he is a fan of the, the Cardinals. So he'll come watch the Redbirds. He is a diehard Grizzlies fan. So you'll see him at the hustle, you know, and especially anytime, hey, man, you got any tickets on you? <laughs> anytime there's tickets, he wants to be there. So that, and then also anything that, that we, that we write, those guys have to perform it. And right. so oh, they've yeah, done yeah, a great yeah, job yeah, at yeah. performing it. I mean, it's one take and that's it. So I mentioned it, the thing that I felt like I was getting a little pushback when I was mentioning Brett, and someone just mentioned to me, well, who was doing it? And then I said, it was three guys that are in the business, and Gene is in the business, but he's kind of like me, you know? But Gene wouldn't really give it. It was the guys that were the workers, and they said to me, well, they're jealous of Brett. That's there all I go. can say. They, they're just yeah. jealous he's on television and they don't, they're not, you know, he's always been a big part of Mississippi wrestling, always put over, pushed, and people get jealous of that. You know how that is. All right, let's talk well, about the same. Well, you know, they'll say, well, he, he, he can't have a five star match. He's, he's not a good worker and all this stuff. Are you kidding me? Get, get out of here. Watch him and Mike. Watch, watch him and Brett. Watch, or him and Swole. Watch uh, him and Austin. I mean, they said the same thing about Cena. They said the same thing about Roman. And I'm in no way comparing the the two. No, stars, I know, I know their what popularity. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying in general, when you say, "Oh, that guy can't work," and meanwhile he is over and he has great, he's good at what he does. That's it. Brett does not need a 15 minute match, man. He doesn't get paid by the hour. That's funny because That's I it. actually mentioned about <laughs> the uh, about the upcoming show. Uh, I, I got a friend that sends it to me, and I get to review it. I, I don't know if you know that, but I get to in advance. Yeah, since I'm part of the uh, what the championship committee, I'm part of the championship committee, trying to get rid of Hollywood Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I got to watch it, and it was. Uh, I, I wanted to see those two guys do – they did a, a quick match, but I wanted to see them do an old-time uh, Road Warriors type squash where they just hit the ring, boom, 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 see you later, bye. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hot shots That's got a little in, but not much. <laughs> you and, and I don't – again, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but in the coming weeks – Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, there will be some people – You're going to see more of that. You're going to see a transition of those tag team titles and, and how they're defended and how they're held. And then you're going to see something else happen that's going to be like – what? Right. So I can't, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to stooge it off. But well, it's I, be I, really good. I, if so, so I guess I should have brought a spoiler alert because that was Saturday's show, and no one's watched Saturday's show. It's listen to this. My apologies. I hope I didn't mess up anything. Uh, but it's really good show. Good show. All right, let's talk about Zay. You know, I've been talking about Zay since the uh, number one. Uh, and I remember Aaron Roberts saying to me, uh, "What about me, BT? God, shut up about Zay. You know." Uh, yeah. you had, this came out of nowhere. This angle did, uh, in, I mean, it just out of nowhere. We, it's not one of those that you built and it's not one of those we waited for. It's now, and tell me the process of thinking on that. Cause I've been critical sometimes of angles like this. I like the, me slow. Too. I like the slow build. I like the hint. 
I like you to look over to the left when you're supposed to be looking over to the right. Or when you're going through the curtain, you do something that's hillish. But this came out of nowhere. And then Zay, right when Zay wins and gets the title, then we have Aaron turn on him. I know we're going to eventually get a little bit more why the turn, but why did y'all, and I'm using, this is not really, why did y'all hot shot the turn instead of actually doing a burn, a slow burn? Well, there was, there was some probably behind the scenes stuff that had the two not really tagging on television at the time. And so what had happened is it gave a moment for Aaron to kind of be gone to where we can rethink and shuffle. And then Zay was still in the spotlight. And so it was like, wait a second, I want to see Zay versus Mike. And when Zay Washington wrestled Mike Anthony, it was spectacular. It was awesome. Excellent match. Excellent. And so we go, we got to get more of that. How do we get more of that? And then, so then the idea came up with uh, Ziggy Dice, but then, but then somehow it just kind of creeped in there. I did not want to turn the young goats against each other because I like them together. I, I think they're they're the first and only two time tag team champions. Um, you know, I remember I think, when I interviewed them, they was like, "No, that'll never happen." Before. Yeah, when we turned Teddy it, Long it never introduced happen, it never happen. the tag title match that that made them the champions. So there was a moment where Teddy raised their hands, handed the titles over. So there's a lot of history within that group and then some things I guess happened behind the scenes that um, he's like, okay, so what do we do? And so um, at that point, I don't feel like we hot shot it. I feel like that we were lucky that we had Aaron away for several weeks. And then when he came back, I thought the people would see it coming from a mile away. I, and nobody I did, did not. I did not see it. There's, I really there's did few, not. There's a few reactions in the wrestle center that, that I remember. And I'm like, Oh, Wow, that really worked. One of them is K Tumor doing the show enough. I had no idea that the oh, fans yeah. all changed. Very much so. Off. Very much so. Yeah. Had yeah. no idea. So when it happened live, I'm like, holy crap, this is yep. great. Uh, but the other was when Aaron clotheslined Zay Washington or um, Zicky Dice at first. The people were like, ooh, like confused. And then when he backhanded Zay and they they made that that noise again, it was like, okay, this is great. And then right. the oh, match, it worked. Yeah, it the worked. The match was, at Dyer uh, County Fair was fantastic, and I cannot wait to see that match on t- television. All right. So with with that match, it's, there is if you go to YouTube right now, you can actually watch the match. We had a new character, uh, a new person involved with Aaron, and I love this idea because it makes it gives him a mouthpiece, and people will hate Justin Case. They oh, will yeah. hate him. Yeah. And he's good on the microphone, and they're going to hate him. So, yeah. uh, what Aaron, made you? What made you bring? Because I know he does this on uh, with uh, Mark uh, Southern or, or Money Mark does American Hostile Championship Wrestling. He has been with. Uh, he turned into American Hostile Championship Wrestling with Justin a couple of shows back, or about a month and a half. While he was gone from Memphis, he was working America as a heel. What made you bring Justin in? Because I mentioned. That here's a guy that's similar to me in the sense that none of the Memphis promotions ever wanted to use him or do anything. And I don't know. I know he helped a little bit, I think, back in the day with Power Pro. I don't know exactly. But they've never put him in front of the camera and gave him a chance. Why did we decide to go ahead and let's go for it? Um, First, none of what any of the other promotions do within their – their show really affects 
no, 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 no. I, I'm no, not yeah, saying yeah. that as a dig. I'm just saying that yeah, like yeah, just yeah. because they were together somewhere else had no impact on what our decision was. Justin's been a friend of ours for a long time. I actually had him booked at the AutoZone Park show. That had to be, we were gonna, I was going to be there. I was going to go yeah. outside, he guys. Was, was, he was going to do a, a funny spot for us and be a manager along with the barbecue boys. It was going to be really funny, and he was a true sport when we were talking through all that. And so he's been kind of an ally and an advocate for, you know, the whole time. And he's been on TV before, on. and I'm not going to tell you mm -hmm. when. So tell me, send, send us a message and tell when was Justin on television? Oh. Well, so then, um, then it just the idea came up. We need something a little bit extra for this this angle and this storyline, and it'll make a little bit more sense in a couple of weeks when things start to uh, unfold and transpire and stuff. But there's a whole reason that he was brought in. Um, you know, obviously he can talk. He gets some heat. Uh, he has some sweet gear made that matches uh, Aaron Roberts, so the professionalism and everything is there. But honestly, like. He has a lot of followers and friends and fans that go to these different towns that he goes to, whether it's New Bern, Memphis, whatever, wherever he is. He's right, kind of right. like that independent wrestling dirt sheet. I did the same, I did the same thing. But he's like a dirt sheet. Yeah, I did the right? same thing. I worked I worked that five years on that little circuit that he did, never seen any television except Rampage Championship Wrestling oh, on Jonesboro. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, uh, me either. Me the either. Worst TV show ever. But it's it's one of those. Um, there's an opportunity given. Memphis right. Wrestling is notorious for heel managers, and there's a spot there that I know that he can fulfill. And here we are. And then, All right, uh, so I'm going to ask you. I asked Rhino this on an upcoming episode, so I'm going to ask you the same thing. Do we have too many managers? You know, I think from the outside looking in, you might say yes. But if you know the stories and you know why they're there and what they're doing, and if you know kind of the history of Memphis Wrestling and their managers, I would say no. So I would say that they're, they're both right, yes and no. Are we ever going to see that that time when all four of those guys come together and they're in the ring and they're wanting to either fight each other? Or what if you got four heel managers that want to join together to go against the top baby faces? Are we ever going to see something I, like that? You know, I think Hollywood Jimmy Blaylock standing on the opposite side of the ring against anybody would just be just comedy gold. I, we've had Maria throw shoes at him on the other side, hit him with her <laughs> shoes, slap him, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, people, right, right. The people love it. So anything that we do with Hollywood Jimmy, and to his credit, man, I could tell him, I could give him the most crazy creative in the world, and he'd be like, oh, he would text me while I'm at the desk. I think I am I back? Yeah, you're back. So he texts you at the desk. Tell me about him texting you at the desk. That's oh, he'll, he'll so Jimmy will text me at the desk and say, "Hey, just work with me here, brother." And then I usually I pull it up because I don't have a lot of time to text her. And I'll pull it up and go, oh. and it's usually something good. So you put Jimmy in any situation and it's good stuff. I thought he was perfect with Teddy Long. There, there's Jimmy's. Uh, let me. It's kind of Man. overpowering. He's a, the character's overpowering, and so you, when he's on the screen and when he's talking, sometimes he's, you know he drives me crazy. He talks too much, yeah. but he was perfect with Teddy Long. Who the is the star on that screen? The it's timing. Teddy Long. He's, you it know, was Teddy's perfect. doing the thing, and then I pull it away, and I got to get my little bit in, and then I just put the mic up, and Jimmy's ready to go. He it knows was perfect. Me. Yeah, I, I I really feel like that in that situation that. Uh, and and, and I, there's no disrespect to Teddy. He doesn't know everybody. He's not there all the time. So 
for him to come in with a scene of Derek, Diana, Colton, myself, Jimmy, Secret Service. I mean, that's six guys that I just named right off the top of my head. There might even be more out there. Six guys and one that has that's new. And the promo was great. Jimmy was great. I mean, I, there's a couple of scenes in Memphis Wrestling that are my absolute favorite. I have to admit, the boogeyman scene was one of my favorites of all time that we've ever shot. Him eating worms with the fans and all that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you that Teddy Long in the next three weeks of TV are some of, some of the best stuff I think we've ever shot. I want to tell you a favorite. And if you're watching this, make sure you do not sleep on the Martin interview. Oh yeah. That was Martin's best interview. And I didn't yeah. want to compare it to a dusty interview, but I want to compare it to an interview that could make somebody that could make him on Memphis wrestle with yeah. that interview. He, uh, that came very from good. Shoot. That came from a little bit of a shoot. Me and him talk a lot. Me and him are really good friends. He comes to the wrestle center and trains. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about Martin, but um, he, he he said, "Hey, hey, Dust, I think it's I think it's time to heat me up a little bit." So yeah, what you want to do? And so we talked about it, and I, I know what he's getting. There's other companies that are running stuff and feel like they could probably make him a champion and all that kind of stuff. But but when you're you, you, when you're um, in the main event of uh, you know a show with Al Capone, Super Grizz, or Lance Archer or, you know, whatever. He's done a lot of really cool stuff is what I'm oh, trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. And so that promo was from his heart. He was like, he feels like that he's a springboard, like a stepping stone or a floor mat. Even though, even though there's no like heat, he just, he does watch the show and he's like, those guys are getting over because of me. And that's what he's good. He's so good at, at helping the guys out, but also getting his stuff in too, man. Hey, Fantastic role as a Great. mid-level heel, be perfect. Also, those gloves, Dustin. You know what happens when you have gloves on during wrestling? You get to put <laughs> something in them, and boom, you know, hey. I had no idea that that promo. He told me he had a promo. He gave me his idea, and I said, "You do, Martin." I mean, seriously, awesome. like sometimes when it's their time, you know, I might. Get it a was well done. Yeah, yeah. It, this it, is it where we need to be, and I out. want you to get there. It'll stand out. It'll stand out for him. Are you enjoying the episode? Well, Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. You don't have Cash App? Download it and get $5. That's right. $5. That's dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Our Uber Eats code Eats Dash Brian T two four seven nine O U E. That's Eats Dash Brian T two four seven nine zero U E. Use that code and get twenty dollars off a twenty five dollar order. Mysterious Productions. Ooh, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit safe. It's Saturday night and it's going down. Me and her being at it for a 
a couple of rounds. When things got dry, man. Dinesburg, Tennessee, get ready for American Hostile Championship Wrestling and Legacy Pro presenting Black and Blue Christmas on December the 3rd at the Dyer County Fairgrounds. Bell time is 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $12. Call 731-413-2262. Vance tickets, $2 off. That night, there will be a $200 cash giveaway. Come out, Dysburg, in the surrounding area to see Derek the King, Problem Child, Aaron Roberts, Legacy Pro Champion, Chris Rocker, Zay Washington, Dale Tucker, American Hostile Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, Jack Parker Jr., Denzel Rollins, the L.A. Hustlers, Mark Southern Jr., American Hostile Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champions, The Moon. Shiners, JP Fantastic, Mid America Champion, Rude, and many, many more. Get your tickets today for December the 3rd, Black and Blue Christmas. Be there! Cards subject to change. Search American Hostile Championship Wrestling on Facebook or Legacy Pro One. That's the number one. All right, let's talk about some of the stars that you had. You just told us about Teddy Long. Your dealings with Teddy Long. You had one show with him. He came in on a Saturday night, uh, and then you you've taped three other shows with him. Is this guy as cool as it seems? Is he one of those guys you would use over and over? Talk to us about Teddy Long backstage. Absolutely, Teddy Long was great. I did have to go to Walmart to uh, send him a, a, a money gram because he doesn't have social media or like. <laughs> He doesn't have PayPal. A money gram? What the hell is a money gram? Yes, oh, God. I have no idea, but apparently you can't do it from your phone. You can't do it from the computer. So I had to drive to Walmart to send him gimmick money or whatever, you know, oh, just to, to clear up whatever was owed or anything. But uh, I just thought that was funny. Just an older generation. Right. Kind of like Cobra. Cobra's like, write me a check, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> check. Yeah, I don't yeah. even own a checkbook. <laughs> What about um, Big Con? Now, Big Con came in, and I'm going to talk a little bit about K-Tumor after this. But hey, Big hold Con on. The, uh, there's a funny um, Teddy Long. I don't know if I've told this Teddy uh, Long. Before, all right. But the first time Teddy Long came in, he was coming in, and I had already shot the TV and the angle and everything. And, a, and a, um, I'll call him a colleague had booked Teddy, and I had no communication with Teddy. And so after I followed up, followed up, followed up, there was still no flight, no nothing. So anyways, I got Teddy's information and I called Teddy myself and I said, hey, Teddy, it's Dustin Starr from Memphis. Just checking in to make sure you got your flight and your hotel information. He goes, play, I ain't got shit. And I'm oh, like, man. what? So the, the person that was setting him up lied to me, blatantly, bold face lied to me. 
and he he runs a show in Memphis, and so apparently it booked Teddy, but didn't have a spot for him. So anyway, here I come, and I said, I said, uh, Mr. Teddy, can I go ahead and take take this over? And he said, please do. And within ten minutes, I had him a flight, a hotel. That first thing almost never happened because somebody was lying to me. Man, that would have been bad because you had all that. You had that. We shot three weeks of TV with that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) promoting Teddy Long. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yep. that would have been tough. How about Big Let's Con? Let's talk about Big Con. He, he comes in, he does a couple of interviews, and then he get one of the K Tumor. I talked to uh, talked about this on the show. It, it looked really tight. Uh, there was maybe yeah. one punch that was not, but everything else looked like they just beat the hell out of each other. Uh, what kind of guy? I mean, is he someone that you'll work with in the future, Big Con? Absolutely. Uh, Big Con, I knew back from my FCW days. Oh, really? Was he there? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They had just brought him back because he was there, and then he left, and then they brought him back, and then eventually, um, I don't know if he left again and came back or if that's what started the sanction, but me and him were really cool before. I mean, um, it was one of those things was like, hey, man, I'll see you down the road, and he said, I'm looking forward to it type of thing, and then I ran into him in Atlanta at, at uh, center stage with championship wrestling. Right, right, right. Center by Car Shield. And so I saw him there. We roomed together. And I told him, I said, I'm going to bring you to Memphis. And and I, I kind of tell everybody that. And that's true. I'm going to bring you to Memphis. But I had no real plan set. And then uh, the opportunity came up. Kate Toomer. Boom. And he came in and did a great job. We actually booked Con twice. That was one that kind of overlapped. To where it was a surprise to where when he came back, you know, he got a twofer on that. That was really cool. Right, right. Hey, I thought it was the thing about Khan that made it look, and, and it was almost perfect, is when he was side by side with you. Everybody yeah. sees you uh, out and everything. They know your size. You're a small, but you're not tall. You're a smaller guy. But the size of this man, may, you're, y'all was perfect. I mean, he had this I'm microphone. I'm glad you brought that up. I see he has seen me wrestle. He saw me ref in, in WWE, but right, he's right, seen me right. wrestle. He knows I'm a fitness competitor and blah 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 blah. He he just so I had to tell him, I was telling him, like on this show, I'm just an announcer. That so I am going like, to yeah. cower to you. I'm gonna put you over as much as I can. So that's when I'm like ducking down with the, the microphone and he takes it. I never let anybody take the microphone, but him being a WWE performer and everything, when he was snatching it. And I wouldn't let it go. He's like, give me that bike. I had no choice. He took it. So right, I'm, like, right. yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, but all that was just based off of our conversation. And and one of the cool things when I was talking to him is he wasn't familiar with Tumor. And so when I told him, when you go out and do this promo, and if you say it just like this, they're going to yell, show enough. And he said, are you sure? And I said, absolutely. Say it just like I told you. And when he did, you can hear the first show enough. And he goes, and then all of a sudden, it's coming from everywhere, showing off. And then he's kept kept the promo going, and it, he he killed it. But the people were with with K Tumor there, showing off every time he would say, "I'm the biggest. I'm looking for the best." Oh no, it was. It, it was. worked out. Yeah, he's uh, here's. I will talk about him. Let me let's talk about Mads Kruger. This guy is uh, he is he's 
He's from Mississippi, right? He's a local he guy. He's uh, from the Alabama area. Okay. I don't know where he's he from. Worked, he worked, I don't. I'm on a kayfabe. I don't care. I'm on kayfabe, guys. I usually don't do that. Uh, and but I remember when I was uh, with the sheets and stuff. I always wanted their real I name. Think he's Alabama. I think. But he's he Alabama. worked another name for a no little Georgia. Bit. He's Georgia. That's okay. right. He Georgia. worked another okay. name for a little bit. Then he gets yep. this gimmick. And for ever since he got this gimmick, he's exploded. Incredible. I thought Mads Kruger was a one and done. This dude is behind the scenes and business-wise, A+. Plus. Unbelievable, fantastic. The Memphis Grizzlies loved him at the 901 Day Grizz Bash. Oh, the, the stuff they did, with they oh. could not have done that with anyone else. And then you no. arranged for him to come to, uh, yeah. what is it called? You you always put it over. I can't even remember the name of media. What is it? Grid City? Grind City Media. Yeah. Grind City Media. And and the and that was all organic. Here's the it guy was. talking about it. It happened it, live on the air. They were yeah, they were that, telling me. Dustin showed me this video of this guy, and so on air they're texting me, and luckily I was right there with my phone, so I'm texting them the stuff, and they're talking about it live on the air, and they're showing the videos and unimaginable horror, and then when it's over they're like. Hey, can we get this guy in studio? I'm like, heck yeah, we can get this guy in studio, but be careful what you wish for, because he ain't sitting down for an interview, man. And so it just went, it just went off without a hitch. And then having him walk through the crowd, I just knew that instantly. And and mind you, those are not all wrestling fans. That was no, they're not. You could tell by the guy the reason they picked it up, and then and then Brett had that little promo. And since that was the first time they saw Brett, it wasn't like all of a sudden they love Brett. It's like they love Mass Kruger more. It was they did, they did. It was hilarious. It was very well done. Fans did know who to boo and who to cheer, and it was a really good thing. But when he came into the studio, it was very well done. But here's a guy who. And this is – we've said this a couple of times. There's always a, a position or a place for you in professional wrestling if you have the desire. And here's a guy – and I, I may interview him one day. He he came up with something that was doing another gimmick, and all of a sudden, man, he's on MLW. He's any, he went to Puerto Rico. He's wrestling anywhere he wants to wrestle, really, if you want. You know, he hadn't got AEW. I don't know. He may have a dark match. Uh, but he has worked all the, the – you know, big places. Puerto Rico's not as big as it used to be, but you know, we, it's still. We even had that talk that, that hey man, when you come back, let's let's figure something out here because I thought you were one and done, and if if and the character's over, man. If those guys are going crazy over it and the fans loved it, then he definitely needs to return. And so when he returns, you know, usually you put your guy over because you know the guy's not coming back. But man, yeah, right, it was so popular and such a good professional guy to work with it i love that i was told uh mick foley's the one that told me that because he came into ozark mountain wrestling and my friend freddie fargo who just recently passed away was his manager and i said why i asked mick who was cactus jack at the time i didn't know his real name then but i said why are you losing to colorado kid he said so of the two people that you're talking about who's going to be here the whole time, I said, right. "Well, Colorado kid, we got to put him over. We got to put him over." So I learned that. That's how I really learned about you know you got to keep the person that's going to stay over huge. Um, and talking, uh, you was talking a little bit about K Tumor. This, and I want to ask you this. And, and first of all, shout out to Jamie. 
Jamie Davis says, "What's up, Jamie?" Yeah, he actually sent us uh, uh, right there. What's up, fellas? He's Jamie's great. One of the live version. One of the best wrestling fans I know is Jamie. Appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. Uh, but you got this, and, and I never have. I can't say that I could book this. Okay, so you're booking K Tumor, and win, win, win. He's a winner. He's winning all the time. He has. How do you do this? Uh, you're on this course with this guy that, in my mind, puts you in a corner. Because when do you, when does he lose? Who does he lose to? And will it still, will he still be as over as he is now if he loses? Right. And why is he still coming out of the heel dressing room? Because he don't, he, that's not what it's about. He's out there to beat. <laughs> He doesn't care. I mean, it's not like he, you know, he's 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 not necessarily. What's the fair clip? Fans. I love he's the fair clip with him. He's so, there to yeah. win. That's all. Yeah. It's plain and simple. And and you're kind of right. We we have, but he's so over that you can literally put him anywhere on the card, and the people will respond. And so I kind of feel like that a man that big, and with that much of a winning streak, if he doesn't get his opportunity at the championship, he's got to take it, right? And you know what we do? There's once a year we have the Grind City Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every man and woman for themselves. And so I feel like that he is the favor every year to win the Grind City Rumble. He's the biggest guy. Who's going to throw him over? It's almost like, and I'm not saying he's as big as Yokozuna, but who's going to throw him over? It's going to take a whole group of guys. We talked about him, and I said, said, man, if he'd just speed up some. And you said to me, that's my fault. I told him to slow down, work like a big guy. And well, I was like, oh, yeah. okay, all right, all right. And then so that's what he, he's got better in the ring. He understands with the the microphone. He understands what he's going to do. This guy, and I hope I'm not – he's on Facebook all the time. So he does so much stuff, Dustin. He's a very, very creative guy. He did our theme song for Rolling Into Memphis. If you listen to the version that has the theme song, that's him. Uh, I met When I met him or first saw him, we saw him in Newport. I was with you, and I told you, I said, damn, he's big. But I didn't understand how big he was until, until I saw him live. And then we had a talk there at the banquet. And I told him, I said, look, dude, you need – always use all your talents when you're around the rest of the business. You can do music. You can do this. You can do that. Throw yourself out there. It's not only just being a wrestler. You can do all – and I think he's been real successful. He's got shows that he wouldn't have got because of, because of Memphis Wrestling. And, and the fans – I love what you did at the fair with him. So he, he got a handicap match. Go, go out of there. We communicate quite a bit, too. We're, we communicate multiple times a week. Great guy. Very, very talented, like you said. He shot a lot of the video from uh, 901 Grizz Day Bash. He shot a little yes, bit yes, of it. Yes, I forgot that. Yeah, that's from his video. The, um, yep, yep. From Dyer County Fair. But that was just – because he was working, too. So he, he definitely has some skills. And also, let me tell you this. On um, October the 8th, we're doing our Memphis Wrestling Stars of Tomorrow. The show is sold out. It is jam-packed, sold out. And that Stars of Tomorrow show is going to be a special two-week television taping. Oh, wow. 
And so the fans are going to have the opportunity to vote for their favorite stars of tomorrow. And those stars are going to be put into the Memphis Trios tournament, the top three, as Team Wrestle Center. And am I here? To tie yeah, Tumor back you. into the thing. To tie K. Tumor back into the thing, he actually cut and performed the theme song for the stars. Oh, of wow. Wow. Awesome. So you'll hear his. And, and the reason that I thought K. Tumor was going to be great to do that song is because he has that, that hip, new school type of sound. But then also, he's the epitome of what you're supposed to do to get an opportunity in the wrestling business. And I don't know if I've ever told this story, but he sat in the front row for the first yes, several Yes, we told it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, and so he there. brought his bag, brought his bag, stayed in front of me. And I and that's my fault. I had no idea who K-Tumor was or how good or bad he was. And then eventually he said, okay, let's see what you've got. And I think he bought a ticket for that day that he had his tryout. And I don't say that to say, oh, he bought it. No, bro, if you want an opportunity, you get in front of that person that makes that decision. And I immediately you, I after the match, after his first match, it was like, wrong person won. I had three people come to me and tell me that. And at that point, I already knew the tumor was over at that point. Right, right. I did uh, – I talked about seminars, and, and I've, been, I've been preaching this since – when me and you used to do websites, but I believe in those seminars. I believe in them. I've heard somebody tell me, I can't go. I can't afford it. In my mind, I honestly think you can't afford not to go to seminars like that. You got Tony needs coming Sunday. And it's just, I mean, being just the opportunity to, to, uh, to be under the learning tree with somebody that's been with the WWE that has been, is with AEW now, what can you learn from those guys? And, and I think they're, I think it's really silly if you don't have, you know, a hundred wrestlers in the area show up, but you know, it doesn't happen that way. You and the posse, did, I know you did it a lot, but you used to go with, uh, when Bert would have somebody, you was always one of the guys that was at every one of these little seminars here. And I think that helped you be able to get signed. Do you believe that, that that was part of it? Absolutely. I don't think that I would be sitting here exactly the same if I didn't. And that's just so the difference is, is having that little bit of disposable income to invest into a seminar. Now, back 10, 15 years ago, when we were doing seminars, everybody say, oh, that's a work. They're just trying to get you. They all okay. thought Mike Bucci. Yeah, they thought yeah. it was a okay. work. And he wouldn't, you yeah, know what, but, dude? That dude's not coming down here for free. He does need to get paid. And number two, if you've got it. He can get you signed. Just like this weekend, we have Tony Nese coming. Is Tony Nese a decision maker? No, but Tony Nese is a former WWE Cruiserweight champion. Also, he's a current AEW superstar. You say what you want. He just performed for the TNT Championship against Wardlow. Regardless of how that ended up, he is on national television. He has one of the best bodies. Yeah, they say, I saw somebody. I was at Memphis. Yeah, I was at Memphis, man. Y'all should take a look at this guy. I was at yeah. Memphis. Yeah, he, he would literally, if there's somebody that's got it exactly, he's going to get their number. He's going to take a picture, and he's going to show it to somebody. That's just how this business works. Big Trouble Ben Bishop is another guy. When he walks in, he's seven foot tall. And every single feature attraction we have goes, damn kid, what's your name? And I just know eventually he's going to get signed. He's young. He's in shape. He's huge. There's no way this well, guy not, doesn't get he's signed. He's not in shape like me, but he is in shape. Yeah, he's a little different shape than you. 
Uh, I'm gonna let we're gonna wrap this. This is not gonna be a very much longer. There's one last question I want to do. We want to have to shout out to T Ward. T Bone's with us. Hey T Bone. Yes. Uh so Terrence. we gotta give him some credit for some videos yes. he did with Mike Anthony. Good stuff. Good stuff. He he's actually uh submitting these and uh he's gonna win some awards for these. Oh, I yeah, I saw you. that. There's there's more coming. The Mike Anthony Red promo is one of my favorites of all time that's been on the Mine TV was the show. Prison the prison one. The one's prison one's really though. good. Man, that red one, it just changed the color. There was a cage in the background, the whole thing. But but big shout out to T Ward because honestly, we wouldn't be in the situation that we would be in if it wasn't for him. The audio has gotten much better when him and Neil have gotten together to help me out with that. The graphics package, he was the first person I called when I said, hey, I've got a new intro song. Here's what I want to do. Can you help me? Um, he's going to help me work on the uh, the Stars of Tomorrow. So a lot of the actual production that you see, more and more stuff is kind of coming from Terrence Ward. And I know that he has even more skills. We've even talked about doing documentaries and stuff. Um, but just like all of us, you know, he's he an has, asset to the end. It goes he has back other to obligations too. Earlier. So Everybody's it's not twenty four seven working on wrestling. So if it was, man, we would be doing some dangerous right. gotta, stuff, brother. Uh, Terrence is a perfect example. Of what we talked about earlier. Terrence would have never wanted to be a wrestler, but he wanted. He got doing this announcing thing. Then you do this. You do. There's always a place for somebody like that, he and was, he's, he takes his opportunity. Let me ask you one last question. Mm -hmm. I know you got some people at your house. Maybe we can. We can show one of them right before we get ready to leave here. But who else? Now you got Gangrel coming in. I hear all good things about Gangrel. I actually, it's the funny thing is, and he doesn't know me, but I used to be friends with his tag team partner when he was under the mask and they worked in Japan. Uh, so I was friends with his partner, but never talked to him. Uh, and he is one of those guys that everybody everybody has something good to say about him, especially when he comes to a, to a show like he's coming to and, yeah. and being around a lot of young talent. He runs his own school, so he can give a lot of pointers. Who else? I mean, you, you pick Gangrel out, and I know it's because of the Halloween and all that. I understand that. But where did you – who else is that on your back of your – in the back of your mind going, ah, man, this star, this guy from back then or – I know I can write a story for this guy. Give me a couple of those guys that you really want to get a hold of and use either again or okay. use that you've never used. Orange Cassidy. All right. Okay. In communication with him, I feel like that he thinks we need a bigger venue when, you know, I've got access to many venues. So that's right, right, right. It's just kind of nailing down a date and stuff. I'd love to do some fun stuff with Orange Cassidy. Um, Danhausen is somebody that I never really understood until now. I'm <laughs> I still don't understand. I don't get. I, I, here's what I like about him is that he's hustled, Dustin. He's oh, a yeah. hustler. He got yeah. all of those uh, followers everywhere. He's a t-shirt salesman. Brother. He is a t-shirt. <laughs> so he's that's all he is. But I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. I always followed him because I love anybody that gets themselves over without with just working hard and that's all he did and that's i mean he got a contract with aw and i still don't get it so there i'll still say that about dan house and i i personally don't i'm not a fan of dan houses but man i see the reaction he get orange yeah. cassie's one of those guys that's kind of grown on me 
Uh, I was not a fan of his when he first started out, but man, the crowd just gets so into him. These are guys that I think the people would go absolutely nuts for. I think Scott Steiner would be great at the Wrestle Center. Scott sold some tickets here last time he was here. He did really well. He is a loose cannon. He's so nuts that he would just be perfect there. Um, actually, the Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. I would love. Oh to wow, bring. that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I would love to bring Austin Idol in just for the history. He does um, manage think, it now. He'll manage somebody for yeah. you. That and he be, also, yeah, yeah. you notice most of the guys that I'm talking about, the Gangrels, um, you know, and uh, of course Austin Idol too, that have wrestling schools. So they yes, can easily yes. tie into the seminar or to teach something new to the to the students. But that's a couple that I've been thinking about. Um, I can throw a couple more at you, but come on. A more? Who else you want to book? Let's see. Billy Gunn. I would love to have Billy Gunn. Man. Daddy ass. I gotta bring You're talking him about a big guy. Have you ever worked Billy? Have you worked him? I have. It's, My. Trust me. If God, you don't want him huge. to do something, he's not he's not letting you. He's, he's so big. Huge. He is yeah. so he will surprise you. I mean, I, I stood about I felt like I went to uh all out um and walked into the bathroom and Billy Gunn standing there in, at the stall and I just turned around and left. I was scared. That was a big ass man right there. I said, you know. I would also like to book Miro. He lives in Nashville. He lives in Nashville, can't be that far. And then also, just to round out the list, of course, we're going to have Chavo Guerrero and Pepe. Viva la raza. He's got to be there, right? He's already in town. Yeah, Actually, yeah, he yeah. might be there Sunday. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. Hey, we're going to wrap it up. A little short version. We almost got an hour out of you. You got a guest there at your house tonight. Do you want to bring him on? Do we have a guest you, here? You think he'll be on Is camera there- tonight? Do we have a guest here? Is he still here? Oh boy, yeah. Did he leave? No, he's here. I, I knew it smelled something. Oh, there he is. There <laughs> he is. Wrestler of the Year. Your key. I made that uh, I made that uh, that uh, little online thing famous. Yeah, what I want to know, uh, Mr. King, um, how does but, it feel with using the moniker now the king? Of Memphis wrestling, how's let's, that feel? We're shooting, there. we're shooting. How's it feel? Come uh, let's, not, let's not even get into that. That's a long story. <laughs> what, what's the feedback I give you on the thing? You're the king. <laughs> no, listen, like, this is serious. Like in in the grand scheme of what we're doing, this world that we have, that's Memphis wrestling. There's one king of Memphis wrestling, and it's him. And I, I tell agree. him all the time, carry the crown. Don't give me the crown. Take the crown to the ring. Show the people. Who was walking in the uh, the Memphis Heritage? Have you, had, did you get? Last week? You got any heat from that, Derek? I, I'm gonna ask you for real. No, there is no. Seriously, there is no heat. Uh, the other guy already knows that I do that anyway. What's he, he gonna do about it? He does. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he has no, no problem with. He has no problem with it at all. So, well, That's good. A- I'm glad. There's nothing he can do about it. But yeah, you're right. I, I like. <laughs> I, I hey, love you know what, what? If he wants to do something about it, he can go face Derek King one on one. Are we making challenges right now? No, no, no. Are, no. are we making challenges right now? <laughs> Sounds like we're working. We're working this whole thing out. <laughs> Derek, <laughs> Derek, 
you know, I'm, I've told you this many times, but you're my favorite. I'll oh, forget it. I can't say that. Yeah. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dustin. The Shooting Star Episode 7. Thanks for just doing a cameo. Now, see, Derek could go in as the cameo like King Cobra. Do you know that was kind of... Well, now there's a big difference in Derek. I know, but I'm going to tell you what. It's kind of famous because King Cobra says, do you tell him the whole story? And everybody laughs at that, talking about Scotty Too Hotty. He goes, did you tell him the whole story? And they said, they came back to me saying, what's he talking about? I said, I don't know. We'll talk about it next time. But it was really funny. Cobra was trying to kayfabe everybody, but... All right, man, we're getting out of here. Thanks for people that were watching it live. We do appreciate it. Thanks to all Patreon. This is on the Patreon feed, the video, the whole video. I like watching the video. If not, it will go before midnight on the audio so you can listen to the audio. But if you got the Look app, Look at that. if you got the app, you can watch it right inside the app. So do that. And he's not telling the truth about that. Maria hit him. Maria yeah, hit him really. Me. Because yeah. I didn't take the trash out. Because I didn't take it. You hear all the noise in the background. That's her taking the trash out while I'm doing a podcast. I'm showing there off my you hand. go. Uh, yeah, you can't let that happen, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Love all you right. guys. Thanks, Later. brother. Oh, yeah. Do I need to get off here? Memphis Wrestling is on fire. Saturday, November 19th is our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's. Watch AEW Full Gear with us. It's free to watch. Sunday, December 4th, we celebrate hardcore holidays with ECW legend Tommy Dreamer. Saturday, December 17th is our annual Grind City Rumble where it's every man and woman for themselves. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Tennessee, get ready for American Hostile Championship Wrestling and Legacy Pro presenting Black and Blue Christmas on December the 3rd at the Dyer County Fairgrounds. Bell time is 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $12. Cost 731-413-2262. Vance tickets, $2 off. That night, there will be a $200 cash giveaway. Come out, Dysburg, in the surrounding area to see Derek the King, Problem Child, Aaron Roberts, Legacy Pro Champion Chris Rocker, Zay Washington, Dale Tucker, American Hostile Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion Jack Parker Jr., Denzel Rollins, the LA Hustlers, Mark Southern Jr., American Hostile Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champions, the Moon. Shiners, JP Fantastic, Mid America Champion, Rude, and many, many more. Get your tickets today for December the 3rd, Black and Blue Christmas. Be there!
Carton, subject to change, Search American Hostile Championship Wrestling on Facebook, or Legacy Pro One. That's the number one. This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLoop.com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.SpunkLoop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. want the best you got the best the best little wrestling podcast in the business all episodes on www.stspod.club did you enjoy that episode cash app us at dollar sign btsts if you've never downloaded the cash app app Download it today. You'll get a free, that's right, a free $5 for using the code dollar sign BTSTS. That's dollar sign BTSTS. Hey, that was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. Thank you for listening and thank you to all our sponsors. A big shout out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at Comic Book Mark BT, Instagram at BT Shooting the Shizit. That's right, Shooting the Shizit without a G. Facebook Shooting the Shizit and Facebook Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. If we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call. Who's Right Podcast. Homeboys Podcast. D3 Radio, my buddies Richard and Josh. My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Darren. Lance's favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Wars, I'm Fat Podcast. Hey guys, remember... Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.